0: What's up, spiritual gangsters? This is your OGs. Trice And Rain. Welcome to another episode of Tribe Vibes. So let's get into it. Hey, that's right. All right, I am so excited for today. It is our very first installment of our Vibe Review episode. That's right, we're gonna be uh, giving our intake and a little rundown, a little background on artists, episodes, movies, and what have you. But today, very first on our list, we have a singer-songwriter by the name of Justin Nozuka. Woo! Woo! <clears throat> applause, applause, applause. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a lot of you are probably gonna be like, who the fuck is that? Because he's pretty underground, but kind of sort of not really. Um, He is Canadian-Japanese, self-described as a folk singer. Like I said, he's a singer-songwriter, so he makes his own stuff. Mm. Very creative family. His mom is an artist. Uh, his brothers, Christian, Henry, and George are all musicians and singers. His brother, Philip is an actor. You've probably seen him in Degrassi or such, so forth, and have you. And he's actually the nephew of Kevin Bacon. I don't know who that so is. So he's like a... How the fuck you not know who Kevin Bacon is?
1: His last name is bacon though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm done. This is like white people culture. Like he was in Footloose, and he does the, is the famous Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon about him. So like everybody in Hollywood, Why is is his like last Kevin's name Bacon. <laughs> Nigga, that's his name. What you want for my life? <laughs> I didn't I know supposed, him.
1: Obviously, if I heard of a Kevin Bacon, I would remember. He's him. an
0: actor. All right. So about Kira Sedgwick, you heard of her? No. That's the wife. His aunt. All right. Well. Another famous white person, look her up. Um, <laughs> so he has a creative family, right. right? And he he also went to an arts high school, which where all his, all of his songwriting began. By his senior year of high school, he had his first album done. It was completed and he was touring it. And the first album is named Holly, after his mom. That was sweet. It was very sweet. He was uh they actually raised it's like him. after all the years. Huh? I was like after all the
1: years, you know, of I guess your mother putting up with you and stuff, it's like your first trophy is like in honor of like their sacrifice. I
0: know, I know my mom always told me that my first paycheck was hers. <laughs> but um if I could have got away with just naming some shit after her, I would have done that. For real. Right. I knew- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was raised Buddhist too. So his parents are very super chill. And uh, I, per- I personally, I think that's where his just connectiveness with nature and people, like all that in his songwriting, the way he emotes so deeply and he has so much soul. I think that's where that comes from. And he is an amazing songwriter. Like if, once you listen to the songs that we are going to get into in his albums, you'll hear his ability to just like, transport you to like a whole nother fucking world like you're there right he just always sounds emotional like he's about to cry he's always in his, that's just how he sounds he's, he's always, always sad. In his,
1: he's like a drake but like <laughs> it's like drake words is like his voice because drake doesn't always sound like a bitch and emotional no but, he's, drake is pretty monotone yeah he's pretty monotone but his words are like emotional so take drake words and you put it into a
0: voice. And that's Justin. That's how I see him. Because Justin, even though he's singing about happy stuff, he always sounds like... Sad, like he's about to cry. Somebody stole his dog. But in the most beautiful way, he's pretty soulful. And he he used to listen to R&B growing up. And you could definitely hear a little bit of that oomph in his Caucasianness. You know what I mean? A little bit. He, he has a riff or two. A little bit. No. Okay. It's very like
1: <laughs> it's, to me it's more like uh, it's like if John Mayer and Jack Johnson like if they had a baby yeah but the baby wanted to like do its own thing you know and the baby was like emotional and like forging his own path and he was
0: very right. like
1: yeah, like oh. if they had
0: a baby and they like left him in the woods. Yeah, and then he and was able he to develop like,
1: his nature and his yeah, spirit. Yeah, he be like
0: uh, that Disney princess that'd be like singing with animals and shit. Right. But <laughs> <I don't- laughs>
1: what the fuck are we doing?
0: I don't know. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Introduce the albums because I'm lost. <laughs>
1: I don't even know if he would like laugh and appreciate this or be like, "What are these fucking bitches?" bitches this is, is I do not approve this review. Copyright, copyright, copyright. (laughs) Get my lawyers in here. But I love him. Like
0: to sound better. Yeah, I love him though. Like I really do. (laughs) But anyways, I he yeah you're gonna hear how much we love him in this i promise all of this is just out of pure love it's just i personally am horrible at describing things
1: yeah me too
0: but I'm, <laughs> I, I, we're gonna do our best which is funny because this is a review and that's literally the uh, one job is to describe things so here Buckle we up. go
1: <laughs> so we can talk about how we were introduced to his music so i'll go first so Um, I was introduced to his music by like really random luck. Basically, um, I was going through like a hard time. I got like heartbroken when I was like, what, like in my 20s? Like maybe we can do a story time on this. I went on a cruise ship and like did the whole Titanic thing and like, you know, got swooped off my feet and then Aww. you know titanic like falling in love on like a ship and stuff. no
0: no i know i got I, I got the reference. yeah, yeah i yeah. mean you're still alive so it didn't sink right so, yeah. and
1: then and then when i left like obviously it didn't work out so i was like heartbroken and shit maybe Aww. i'll do a story time on it so me sulking and shit i'm like i put what did i put in i think i put like john mayer into pandora if you don't know what pandora is it's like a mixer like I guess kinda like a Spotify, but not really. Like you just put in like a a artist or a genre or something and then it like gives you random uh or things that are like what you put in to listen to. It makes it
0: a playlist for you based off of your suggestion. Right.
1: Much better way to put
0: it. So (laughs) words
1: Use your words.
0: words. (laughs) So
1: um I put in like John Mayer, so it popped up a lot of artists like John Mayer, um, like John Mayer, Jack Johnson, you know, just like those type of like sad shit. We actually should do one on John Mayer.
0: But anyway, Jack Johnson is not really that sad. He's more of like a barefoot hippie type of person. It's more folk. I think that's what you mean. It's more like a folk, yeah, folky soul. But I think they have their guitar in... and they're just gonna sing out their problems and their issues, think about, and then end like of the song.
1: Even like John Mayer, like like gravity.
0: You know. Oh my god, I love that song.
1: Or the one plus one and half of the other and you know, whatever. Anyway.
0: The actual fuck?
1: Like like one is is um he said like one, two is greater than one
0: and then not less than half of one. Doing math right now. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. I don't know, bro. But um okay, so John Mayer
1: type music. Anyways, anyways, so, and then Justin Azuka popped up. And I think the first song he popped up was like After Tonight. Oh. And you know, that was like his big classic. I think that kind of like helped him like catapult in a That's lot of ways. That's his
0: single, the one that he's most known for is After Tonight.
1: Right. So after, after I listened to that, I was like, oh, he's cool. So I put him in instead. Like, to see more of his songs. And then I, I got warped into a different fucking reality, man. My whole life changed.
0: A little bit of a rabbit hole, for sure. Like, like I said, he wraps you up yeah. into his own world. So he has that ability to just, like, whatever he's singing about, you're literally there and you're experiencing it. I was,
1: I was contemplating life and circumstance and, <laughs> and just... <laughs> Everything like shit got real. Shit got real, really real quick, bad. real bad, real bad. So how was you introduced to him? Um,
0: probably the most basic way. Uh, I saw the music video for After Tonight, and I was like, "Oh, that song is like it's R and B. It has an R and B feel." But I was like, little um, I was a little boy. I didn't know him." And so then I went into like a internet dive to hear more of his music. And um, although he, I I feel that he has that R&B sound to his voice, his music definitely is not classified as that. So it was like just down the rabbit hole again or listening to this type of music. And that was kind of new for me because up until that point, uh, I was in high school at that time. And um, I was pretty emo. So I was listening to a lot of rock bands. I went through that phase. A lot of my family like thought I was a devil worshiper or whatever because it was like bracing into metal and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, back to folk music. people with guitars, barefoot, hippie lifestyle, free love type of thing. So <clears throat> that's a different type of turning point for me. Um, but sa- because a lot of the songs are so emotional, it definitely, um, I don't know, drew me in like um, songs that we're going to hear like Save Him which is about a, you know, a domestic violence situation, but sung beautifully. And um, uh, Mr. Therapy Man, just a lot of, I don't know, I'm more angsty, sad, emo type of vibe, but it's done in such an upbeat way that you feel like, you know, you feel great listening to all the sad, sad boy music.
1: So, with me, with the whole sad boy music thing, it's kind of like we just like name that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a label Mark. now. Um, but the whole sad boy music thing, like to me, I like listening to like the darkest of the darkest shit because what it does for me is it releases that feeling out of me. Like if I listen to something dark, I feel like I got it out. Mm-hmm. And It actually makes me feel better afterwards now if you're the type of person where you listen to dark and then you get consumed by it maybe that type of music is not really for you but i just want to put that out there because some people like they say oh why you listen to stuff like that or you know that's super duper dark like my sister um she not hates justin (laughs) azuka but she just thinks he he goes too far (laughs) She needs to listen to something like light and bright yeah. and fluffy, you know. Well, he
0: has that as well, but even his uh darker stuff, I believe it's two songs that we're going to talk about today are pretty pretty dark, but they're told as a story. It's a story that he's that he's telling and honestly the story behind I know save him especially is it's a com- it's a made up situation, right? So he went to an arts high school and um In my slight obsession with him when I was younger, uh, I knew that he performed like dance and he was in theater and and stuff like that. So storytelling is very much a part of, um, you know, his upbringing. So he was just pulling from a situation and he, you know, created it out of thin air. It's not really relishing it like the metal music that I would listen to. It's like if I'm feeling sad or angry and I turn that on, it'll pump me up. But in a negative way, like I want to fuck some fuck some shit up right it's like i'm feeling sad but you know what there are dandelions in the world you know what i mean
1: <laughs> you want to get into the time where we connected on justin azuka
0: oh yeah i okay we like we personally met we went to the same college and then I just stopped going to college um <laughs> but I don't think- that could be a story time <laughs> girl. that's a therapy session uh, <laughs> so but I think I was visiting you in college at the time right yes you was visiting I don't think I still went there I was visiting I went there all the time for the parties and then just scoop the doop back home before classes start um so I was up there visiting you and a mutual friend who will her name remain? <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> just call her Lizzie.
0: <laughs> okay. Alright, so for this story purpose, we're going to call her Lizzie. Uh, and the three of us, we were uh, just shooting the shit, talking, and I... I don't remember how he came up. Do you remember how he came up? I think he came up so randomly, and we all like just started screaming. I... I want to say, like, one of us was looking at his, like, a notification about his concert going to be um, in the city, right? Because we lived in New York at the time. Right. And I heard his name, and I squeal. I have a patent high-pitched squeal when I'm excited. Um, and I squealed, and I was like, oh, my God, you know him? Because nobody listens to the music that I listen to. I know nothing but random shit that everyone's like, who is that person? But I was so excited, and it caught me off guard the fact that you and her both listened to it because you, you're a down ass bitch, and you're about real nigga things, you know? At that time, I think you were on your Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar wave. And I was like, You listen to listen. Justin Nozuka? <laughs> you're like, Yeah, I, bitch.
1: I am a multifaceted onion, okay? Yeah, you
0: are, and I'm sorry. I'm not a that. monolith of a being. I am. S- Uber dynamic of course but i didn't we weren't that deep back then do you know what i mean yeah so if that that's the first yeah. sign that i'm like okay this bitch about you know she she about the hippie life you know
1: and that's sidebar that's what people assume lots of times when they meet people like they think that like oh they're only be into this and they'll only be be into that so i would just ask everyone to get to know people and actually ask them what they're into, and then you can create deeper, more meaningful relationships instead of just assuming shit about them. Yeah.
0: No, I'm, I mean, I know your personality No, I don't mean that about you, I'm just saying in general. I just okay. didn't know that you listened to that music as well. So I was, we all started squealing, like, oh my gosh, we're gonna go together, right. and then we went. <laughs> yeah, so, so we
1: happened. ended up going to the concert, I think it was at like Rebel, in new york city
0: this like club or whatever hero it was the no it was um hero was the name of the club i remember because during the concert he was like this is so special to me hero's my dad's name what a special time and a moment to be here i'm honored and i'm like oh, okay we love you too I don't his know. dad like, name is hero wow yeah. yeah you don't remember that part i remember so That's much that culture. Of i was mesmerized name. um so he's japanese bro yeah h-i-r-o h-i-r-o oh <laughs> the ignorance right, right. right. Okay. ignorance the shame <laughs> so anyway I'm, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong but h-i-r-o hero hyro it's probably hyro like bitch probably see look look at us again <laughs> look at us
1: we y'all all know we don't know how to pronounce shit anyways so we went to the concert and it was actually a really good experience like i like we were able to look like directly into his eyes and his his band was there it was at the time where he had a band yes so like his whole band was like so cool so dope so down to earth oh. they just oh they played the shit out of all his songs oh, like gosh. it was dope and the mood like the people we met and like the mood and the vibe it was just so like loving it was all
0: love in the whole room you could feel yeah. that it was probably that's and that's like i think that was like the first time that i went to a concert that was like the whole fucking vibe of the night was just i don't know i don't know how to describe it, it was just like love man do you yeah. know what i mean it was amazing it was awesome so um then
1: at the end he was so nice his band and stuff is so down to earth they literally at the end of the concert walked into the crowd like on some real g shit yep they g met shit. and took
0: pictures of every single person there i got i know i got my poster signed by him twice and he went uh, justin ozuka himself went up to us our little trio and i know everybody was asking for pictures and uh, he looked me in my eyes, basically waiting for me to like ask for a picture, or an autograph, or say something. And I couldn't say anything because his eyes are beautiful, and <laughs> he has this. It's not even just like a he's a pretty type of thing, but he's one of those people that like when they look at you, they look directly into your eyeballs. You know what I mean?
1: Right, like really soul intense. searching
0: type of deep. And I was just like, it's like you want to hide. Yes. Hide or melt. But it was, yeah. It was great. But we took a picture. We all, uh, yeah, you took you have pictures of them, right?
1: No, I didn't take a picture.
0: No, oh, you took a picture of me. Okay, this one girl came up to me and was like, oh my God, my camera died. Because this is back when nobody had camera phones. It was like mm. a camera or a phone. <laughs> and she was like, my camera died. Can you take a picture and email it to me? And I was like, sure. And I g- jumped in the picture too. And you took the picture of us, of me, him, and her. Right. And you cut me half out the picture. I'm like, bitch, I'm your friend. I'm your friend. What?
1: what? I know he put a smiley. He put a smiley face on my. I think it was him. It was the him or one of his bandmates put like a smiley face on my poster.
0: His bandmates are so cool. And uh, the yeah. bass player and fine. I remember he was talking. Huh? And fine. And fine. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, the bass player, JB, I want to say, he was walking around with a whiskey in his hand, just like shooting the shit with people, like just talking. And um, I think he was a little drunk at that time. And he, like, was talking and actually spilled some on Lizzie's feet. And he was like, oh, no, you too <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> they were just so, like, down to earth. Like, so the most down to earth people. It was people. a
0: really amazing experience. They were super, super cool.
1: Chill vibes. Like, we had a great night. Like, it was just amazing. This is, like, enough said. Like, it was just... It, it, was just, dope. it was dope. A dope experience. And we went to his concert a second time when you came out to New York City. Remember?
0: Oh yeah, I'm always visiting, bitches. And then we Look saw him. I
1: think we saw him at, was it Webster Hall? Yes, it was Webster yes, Hall. Yes, it was. Yes. We went and we saw him again. Whenever he's in town, we coming through. We pulling up, like straight All up. Day all day girl, girl. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> no worries like ready <laughs> like and, and that concert was amazing too um it was a
0: different experience though
1: yeah it was very different it was more sonic like the sounds and everything kind of like carried more right. it was more yeah, of I like bet- a experience like as if like i was alone in the ocean and I went through like all the seasons, like kind of like I went through like the rainy oh, season, the were you high, the hurricanes, <laughs> the waves, and then like the sun comes out and then it's like beautiful, and then like it just kept drawing me in, like yeah, I think I was. Yeah, well, that had me. a
0: lot to do with the fact that it was um, two different albums, so two wildly different sounds, which we'll get into because we're gonna do a bit of an an album by album uh, review description right so now we're gonna get into the fun stuff
1: we're gonna go album by album he has four albums and then we'll do like a specific song review of like a song that wasn't on an album like a little bit later but we're gonna
0: an unofficial release of a song that we are obsessed with
1: obsessed probably one of his darkest songs yes uh yeah probably one of his darkest (laughs) songs anyways So his first album was called Holly. He made the album in 2005 when he was only 16, 17 years old. Like that shit is crazy. Crazy. Right. So, so I really love this album because it was very like simple and deep at the same time. Right. It, It had like so many different melodies. But the thing about the song is very, like, not the song, the album. The album is very bipolar. Like, if you listen to the album from like top to bottom, one song will be happy, merry, like, I'm in love, everything's all good. And the next song is like, you broke my heart. And then the next song would be like, I'm throwing bottles in the air. I'm a criminal. I'm a badass. And then the next song would be like, you know,
0: a baby's dying. I feel like, um, yeah the domestic violence see now i would be like what the fuck yeah because he was so young when it was released he himself said that it was not a planned collection it was just a collection of songs and being that young like he had different influences his influence ranged from like lauren hill to ray lamontane which is like a jack johnson type of feel and like blues people like it was so all over the place so he was just trying to like yeah, most albums there's like an up and a down, and there's a story being told because it's like a whole journey. That there's just like A C F Q L three R, but it's great. But don't get me
1: wrong, each song though was amazing. Of like, course, it's some really good shit. Of course, but the album as like a cohesive unit was just all over the fucking place. Yes. Like when I listened to these songs, I didn't realize they belonged to the same album. Like, I was just listening to the songs, like, randomly on Pandora, like I was explaining before. And I would just hear them. But I didn't think they were a part of the same piece until later on. Yeah, they don't
0: sound like a collection. They're pretty
1: random. So what's your couple of your favorite songs off the album?
0: All right, my two standout tracks on this album is After Tonight, because I'm a basic bitch, and (laughs) Golden Train, because I am... A basic bitch but these songs, <laughs> these are just like so sappy like soul like i love you type of feels um after tonight was his big single the one that he still gets recognition from like people hear the song they might not know him but they'll know the song you know and i don't know it's a the lyrics are kind of thing for a little boy that was singing it at the time <laughs> like after tonight like i know after tonight you're gonna be looking at the stars no more right i don't think he meant it like that i think yes, you're just did. nasty bitch oh, boy, no. <laughs> you're just nasty you're putting no, your nastiness did. on yes,
1: a 16 year old boy
0: listen to the words well i know after tonight what's what's happening tonight justin looking in the stars hmm? and holding hands drum and falling in Lion. love <laughs> <No>. girl vibe <laughs> <laughs> but but Golden Train, that one's like super sappy romantic. Like, uh, the the chorus tomorrow if a golden train were to take you away, where you go or would you go. stay with me? And it's just like, oh my, I'd stay with him, Justin. It's like so sweet, and his vocals are like buttery and like it's dreamy. It's very yeah, dreamy. It's very dreamy. Yeah. What are your standouts from that album?
1: You broke my
0: heart <laughs> when you said
1: goodbye. <laughs> Only you can lift my spirit. I going for a title. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to grow old. I love that oh, song. Oh,
0: yeah. It's yeah, like, I like all
1: it's the song we love
0: stuff, and you like all the heartbreak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I told you I get very negative.
0: Because <laughs> <with my music. laughs> it's like, he just, like
1: oh, well, also because I'm connected. Because remember, I said I got my heart broken, and then right, I started to Right, right. Listening that's where him. you were at so, the time.
0: That's why. Yes. Yeah.
1: So that's probably why these songs probably have a special place in my heart. It helped me get over, you know, heartache. What's his but- name? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put his phone number up here so everybody can call him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just such a deep song like even how the way his voice cracks when he says heart oh. you know what I mean or when he says my like you broke my like oh. he, this is what I was what talking about in the beginning and what's her name <laughs> <laughs> I know right who hurt oh, you my, just then fuck that bitch. go beat her up <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just so amazing and then like you get really into like the emotion of the song and like, that's what makes him somebody that I love as an artist, you know, to foster emotions out of somebody else Mm. because of your music. Like that shit is dope. So I love that song. I like Mr.
0: Therapy man
1: too. Cause
0: it's kind of like a upbeat, sad song. I honestly, I like the video probably. Um, the most is very very creative you remember the video where he's like a clown it's not justin himself i don't think but the guy is like a clown and no mm, i don't, know.
1: You don't remember i don't remember Mm-mm.
0: look it up again the video was cool.
1: <laughs> but i like mr therapy man and then obviously the first time i heard save him i was like i need to listen to justin azuka every Ooh, day
0: <laughs> okay save <laughs> and him. and you know
1: what this is what i like about the song the beginning and the end like he's so fucking poetic is fucking ridiculous like how you say the same thing in the beginning of the song and the end of the song and they mean two fucking different things two different things like he he made like it's like he made like poetry an essay a story like uh uh, uh Dissertation, emotional... nigga. yeah it Roll was it like out. everything <laughs> in fucking one like it was fucking ridiculous like he loves her more because in the beginning you think it's sweet
0: i thought i was gonna say get the, into say a sweet say so what's, what's the lyric
1: she goes um he loves her more she loves her more seems like they'll never lef- let each other go laughing and kissing it's a match made in heaven or something like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's crazy because that's how people get in these situations all right so everything's so fucking beautiful in the beginning
0: yeah so say you know what i mean about uh A relationship that turns into domestic violence and ultimately ends in a murder suicide. So fun (laughs) song, fun little ditty. (laughs) But but it's
1: crazy because in the beginning when he when he said that line. I'm thinking I'm about to get into a nice love story. And that's like a metaphor for like how certain people get into these relationships. It's never bad in the beginning. Well, not never, but most of the time it's not bad in the beginning, but things slowly creep up, you know what I'm saying? So it's not that people place themselves in these situations. These situations like came at people and people thought that, Oh, you know, everything's fine. Everything's good. And then all of a sudden, little by little or one day, like all hell breaks loose. Yeah. You know, And then even in the song where he was talking about like the reason why she probably stayed, you know, her father like messed with her and she had a a, a abuse, you know, from her dad. And then now she's dealing with abuse now. It was like so much foreshadowing. I can literally write an essay. I'm about to write a motherfucking essay on this shit. Okay, it'll probably be attached. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to write a whole essay on this one song because to be 16, 17 years old and be so in-depth and be such good at like writing and doing these things like uh Foreshadowing and metaphors, and you know, the way he did his imagery just off of the words he was saying, it was just all so fucking amazing.
0: I mean, the words alone are beautiful, but once again, the way that he sang it and the, the emotion that came through in his voice and his little riffs, you know, little notes and shit that he could hit. Like, oh, okay, got a little, so you got a little soul in you for that little lauren Hill influence. In I thought
1: that was his fucking life story.
0: Me too. I thought I was looking
1: up stuff about his mom. Like it's his, I was his, like, his was mom. was like, how's his mom? Holly. I, I knew his good. mom died. It was by the hands of his father and shit.
0: I was and like. She's like smiling and like painting photos. <laughs> and was, like I hated his father. I'm like, I didn't even know this nigga. Thinking, I was like, what kind of upbringing did you have? Give me the hug
1: Wait, wait I minute. was really concerned. <laughs> like, fuck! And I'm like, he had a wonderful upbringing. Yes, <laughs> he's not eighteen yet. We're, I'm like, he CPS. had a wonderful upbringing with both parents. What the fuck is this shit?
0: <laughs> Man, mad siblings. I was like, related to the Kevin Bacon. I was like, even though you don't know yeah, who that I is. Don't do that. <laughs> but it was just like the yeah. fuck, like. <laughs> It hits you. That song hits you, and definitely that's a trigger warning. But that song, that that hits you, and it it'll the first time anybody hears that song, I've yet to see them not tear up. You know, I'd be like, save him, save, save. him <laughs> from the hand that damn it, you got and me then, singing. Yes, I, I, I told wouldn't. you you
1: would sing. Damn it, <laughs> and then even at the end when he says it again, I know I keep repeating myself, but. It was like it the the message changed. It's like he loves her more, she loves her more. And it's kinda like it's just fucked up because he I guess in a way loved her so much and was so troubled that he killed her and himself. Yeah. You it, like it's tragic, like, but in the most like horrible way. Yeah. And like
0: did the song allude to the fact that they're like Tattooed on their ring fingers, and it, it prints the ink deep, deep in, in the inner. inner. That'll. So they have such a deep connection, so that's probably why he killed the both of them, so that they could be together on the other side.
1: Match made in heaven. heaven.
0: In heaven. heaven. That heaven shit hit different in, the second time.
1: Did. No, we caught that. That's what shit, you did. The second time that shit hit different. Like in the beginning, I was like, "Oh, it's so beautiful," and I was like. <laughs> match made it heaven, like because they're dead wait no we get that <laughs> just making it clear for the bitches in the back
0: we uh we got that <laughs> bitches in the back said clear this crazy <laughs>
1: <laughs> the back said clear like yo like okay I gotta stop talking
0: about this song because I'm just gonna keep going ham yes let's 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 move on to his second album his sophomore album my personal favorite album called ui wind land and sea it was released 2010 um now the original title for this album he said was supposed to be called gray because gray meant to him balance right but then he was like maybe that's like not what it means to other people so let me just call it ui wind land and sea like this whole interconnectedness um and this album is definitely planned it was more planned where he wanted like a set feel for this album and you could definitely feel that and that reflects in the songs because it has this whole theme of like balance and grounding and a return to nature and just this bluesy deep rich feel that like hits you in the soul parts
1: you think it's balance i don't think it's balance i think most of his songs they sound nice but they're fucked up what it's like
0: the most fucked up songs Mm, Well, okay. the ones that I'm going to the ones that I'm going to talk about, I definitely feel so. I know in the first album, my favorites were the poppy love songs. But in this one, all of my favorites were the depressing, sad ones.
1: And let's say let's
0: keep in mind. um, Also, he had a band at this time. Yeah. So the sound was a big band sound, which I love because I felt like it rounded out his the tone of his voice which was mm-hmm. is usually like a slow and dreamy
1: type of feel the music in the band was just as important in this particular album as his words were because they did a really good job like on oh. taking you on a journey yeah. also so we can't skip the instrumentals and then i just want to point out the artwork um he's like it's like a whole bunch of crowd and he's like in the middle of the crowd chilling mm-hmm. um and i really like that of
0: course, and that that's where I feel like the balance comes from. Because once you are at peace and you have and you are grounded, then you can't. It's hard for you to be shaken, right? So a lot of I don't songs. I not think in he there, was grounded. No, I'm talking about the picture. Oh yeah, the picture. Yeah, but you had that sense that like he's calm and he's chill. Well, I'm. It's not okay. It's really a call to return to balance and to harmony okay it's not okay so i retract my original statement it's a call to return to balance and harmony okay because i'm like these songs are (laughs) it's a needing needing for that right okay i understand yeah so the first one that i'm going to talk about is well all of these are my i like the whole album the whole album is a whole bunch of bops it's all the beats and none of the boops
1: okay yeah i don't have any
0: favorites so these are this one like these are the the three most prevalent like they hit me the hardest upon first hearing them was gray that song which originally was gonna be the title of the album and just first and foremost the drums in that song had that tribal primitive feel that do 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 like come yeah, like through yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the the words at first at first hearing them sound a bit suicidal um, but they're not I'm just so the the song goes stars of gray come take my soul away I've lost my way come take my soul away so and then he calls to the mountains and then the sun um, for the same and but After learning about what gray means to him, which is this balance because, you know, black and white, but when they're perfectly in balance, it becomes gray, the good and the bad up and the down. Um, So when it's stars of gray, come take my soul away, I've lost my way. Like these parts of nature, this whatever that is bigger than myself, right? This big. His big greatness that is in balance I've lost who I am I've lost my way come like come take my soul away like come write me write my wrongs and reset me hit the reset button real quick type of thing you know what I mean mm-hmm. so That's beautiful. Um, I feel like that along with the other two songs I'm gonna talk about kind of alludes to d- depression which I know that um he spoke of dealing with and I do myself so that I feel like that's why they call to me the most but it's like just the sound that big band sound it's I don't know that one hit me in the heart the heart ports
1: no yeah I think that song was really deep I agree it's dope it's like you're calling on the universe to do what nature does and nature corrects always maybe not on time when you want it to but it always is trying to correct itself So, and, and that's a part of us too, because we are a part of nature. It's just, most of us don't look at ourselves as like nature, but that's what we are because we have this like consciousness and sometimes that consciousness kind of takes over and imbalances us. So I feel like it was like just a ceremonial call to nature. It was just yes, beautiful. You are so
0: eloquent, bitch. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that was well said and shit. You like to my ramblings. Thank you. you always do that. You take my ramblings and you make it make sense. Jesus.
1: <laughs> and then um, the song that I well, I guess a couple of songs I liked off of it was obviously "My Heart Is Yours." That's like a commercial, uh, nice, happy, whatever, sweet song. That was like his after tonight. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. He's oh, trying to get album. on the radio. Right. But yeah. it's still beautiful. Like, he's the type of person, course. he could do something commercially, and it's still so authentic and, like, you know, amazing. Dope. So, you know, it was really dope. Um, And the music video was so nice and pure, and they were, so like, cute. all around Cali. Yeah. And, it, so it, you know, Cali vibes and stuff is always pretty nice. So... Um, I like that song. Then also Hollow Man. First of all, the riff just in general. Oh I like his chords
0: about that song.
1: His chords are just like so simple, but
0: it draws you in. Like because his voice, his emotion, and the words just take you to another fucking place.
1: I remember just last spring. Mm.
0: Finger. Here
1: inside my memory. I sing. Yes, get that It All riff. around me. Who's around oh, you? Amen. Amen. Trembling at the thought of falling. So it's like, he's <laughs> trembling at the thought of falling in. I still kind of get the song, but don't get it. I think he's like surrounded by like just lower level people and lower level things and he's scared of getting absorbed into like that environment. So he wants to just like shoot away, you know, to like some, a better place or a better state of being or something.
0: Absolutely. That's what I got out of that. Yeah. All around so. me, people who are, I mean, that's how I feel a lot. Just being around a lot of um materialistic people or people that are only, you know, they're driven by physical and, Things that you could touch. There's nothing on the inside. Right. So. And then the last
1: song that I really like off the album um, is Carried You. Because it's a little more upbeat. Oh, and like, it's like, I can't. carried you, carried you, can't. carried down to the ground. Yeah. Um, I'm singing so we don't get copyright. <laughs> copyright infringement. <laughs> that's why so i have to sing the songs so we don't I get don't
0: really sued i don't fully know what that song is about though it's like a the brothers battling i, I look at it
1: as like i i did so many much things for you and like i'm suffering
0: okay i get that i mean it's still a bop right now, I'm just going to go over these two songs real quick because they need a mention, but I'm not going to dwell on these songs, but they're my everything. Um, Swan in the Water. It's, it's about a spiritual dance, a back and forth of trying to find your way back to being spiritually balanced, I feel. He, like, asked his families, what should I do? Like, I went to my mother, I went to my father, I went to my brother, and he's like, all right, leave me alone. Because ultimately it's like a personal journey. And then how low, which is another it's literally just him and his guitar, but the the notes that he uses and his voice, it mimics waves. It goes, Ooh, I'm not gonna do it. That up and down in the ooing, and then the up and down in the strumming, it mimics being in the ocean, which is what he sings about in the first place. And once again, I believe like alludes to his depression because the up and down of the emotion uh i don't know it's just beautifully beautifully done super sad low is definitely really deep yes, like that it. song
1: tears me apart oh i love it but swan in the water i want to bring up does he say when he's saying leave me alone is he saying that's what he's telling them Or that's what they're doing to him. Because that's what I was always confused about. For instance, when he said, um, like he went to his dad, right?
0: Yeah, my father tried to save me. He said, believe in the spirit of God. Now leave me alone. Right? So did did he tell
1: them, you know, whatever, leave me alone? Because, you know, it's like bullshit or whatever. Or did they leave him alone? Because he wasn't getting it you know what i mean you know how like you try to tell somebody something and they're still lost yeah no, i understand and
0: you're like okay so do this and then just and then they and then they move along they're just like off. whatever like well, i always took it where they gave advice because just in the in the line my father tried to save me He say believe in the spirit of god leave me alone and at the end when he went to his family um where his last one was his sister my sister she couldn't understand. understand it's not how i stand but where i stand and you walk and you walk and you walk and then you something like that i don't remember but i feel like it's he said you you talk cool. and you walk okay oh maybe you're right because you talk and you talk and you talk and then you walk
1: because it's like i feel like i took it as like all these people giving advice and stuff like that and they're still going on with their lives and kind of like no one's really understanding him really because he's looking, you know, like the whole swan in the water metaphor where like you look so graceful over the water, but you're working so hard and no one sees cool. how hard I'm working or the pain I'm in and how I'm burning and how I'm suffering. They leave me alone because I look okay, even though I'm seeking advice and trying to do stuff. And that connected with me so much. Cause I'm that type of person like I always look cool calm and collected I always look like I have my shit together even if inside like I'm just like torn apart like I'm not the type of person you'll, you'll see and you know like I'm going through something like you have to actually like be invested in my life to know that so it's like I look so graceful but I'm working so hard and I'm so fucked up inside and like no one is fucking listening like no one's really fucking understanding like what is going on with me or even enough to help me cuz my sister tried to understand but then she just doesn't get it like nobody fucking gets it.
0: Okay, I get that then. That's a different <laughs> spin. No, I mean like that's what it, I kind of took it as that like people were just giving them advice because it's it's kind of the same thing where it's like you you give them I was like, here, just try this. I was like, no, leave me alone. Because they don't understand. It's something that you just can't, you know, it's not a one-two fix.
1: Okay, Justin, we're going to need you to, to DM us or something and let us know if your people you were asking for help, did they leave you alone after the conversation or did you want them to leave you alone? Please
0: clarify. I did ask him. I'm so proud of myself. I asked him a question and made it to an interview and it was like a two paragraph type of question and they, they willed it down to what is the meaning behind the song? I was like, oh, fuck you. I had like a whole dissertation over there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want the whole dissertation. No.
1: But yeah, overall, like that album was like, it was just mixed with so <sighs> much like. From the instrumentals, as we said, to the actual words, to the actual dynamics of the music, and the feelings, everything was just
0: like, it was like Holly on crack. That's what it was. It was more play Straight and up. a bigger sound, for sure. That's the album that we, um, the first concert that we went to together. So that's why the vibe was just totally on point, because Wasn't this one around, the second one? I'm sorry? no 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 the first concert we went to he did holly the second no. concert we went to he did ui win land and sea That's, nope the first concert we went to he was ui win land c and then the second concert was ulysses and we went there and we were like is he okay <laughs> oh yeah we were asking if he was okay <laughs> He was touring with yeah, the you're album. Right, you're Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean that's. The I last... was high as shit the second one. I think that's why I, I kind of like drunk. That's why I wasn't high. I was drunk. But um, I was just so concerned for him. But I mean that's the album that we're gonna get into now. But um, I believe... Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get let's get into it. Here. Um, so he wrote that after UI Winland Sea, He was going through a depressive state, you know, which we kind of heard um, it was his first self produced album entirely and I know he said in an interview that up until that point he's been touring for like uh, like six or seven years non-stop since he was in high school he's just album after album just these international tours and he felt exhausted creatively so he took a big gamble and just wanted to create art for art's sake, just to, like reset himself. Which, I mean, I get, as you know, artistically understand, but just the sound was completely different than what we were used to hearing. I know, me personally, like I said, my first impression was is he okay? Like, does he need a hug? I am here. You um, have that, Huh? What? I said I, he can have my breasts. Oh yes, both of them. It's <laughs> <girl>. <laughs>
1: I know with this album, um, he was saying he uh broke up with his band. Well, I don't think broke up, but you know, he just didn't like they have a band for the yeah. album. They separated, and maybe that's a better way to say it. He did it in seclusion. He said he was feeling like unfulfilled. Um, like you said, he was depressed. He was around 22 23 years old. Which
0: is like crazy. He was
1: yeah. He's been through a lot. <laughs> and then he um ended up getting a place in Toronto where he stayed and produced uh this album. He wanted to like take a chance and it took him 4 years to make this album. Wow. And like you said, he he was saying how he was so and this is him during an interview what I'm quoting. He was saying he was scared. He, it was scary going against the grain, but he felt like it was essential to his well-being. Um and it was a necessary break. It's like he felt like he needed to let things go and express himself. He kind of compared it to like stretching. Like he needed Mm. to just stretch after, you know, all those years of whatnot. And it's ironic because we were just saying his last album was about balance. So it's like, it's funny how art isn't always reflective of your life and what you're going through. Because it's it's like-
0: Sometimes it is, but just not at the moment. You know what I mean? Because life imitated art after the fact.
1: So, like, even though we liked his last album, UI, Wind, Land, and Sea, better than Ulysses, Ulysses kind of was his UI, Wind, Land, and Sea to us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because with UI, Wind, Land, and Sea, we felt like balance and like the stretching and the deepness and stuff. Right. But he expressed that really through Ulysses for himself. So it's just pretty interesting yeah. because we took something different out of Ulysses.
0: Yeah. So I, I, get that and I like how you put that where in the second album he's talking about returning to that balance and in Ulysses the third album he's actually living that and expressing it and emoting what's it like to I guess go through the process or to be in that balance I like that.
1: right well girl. so I actually I didn't like the album when I first listened to it I just felt like it was just like a bunch of sound a bunch of instrumentals which is cool and all but it kind of threw me off because like that's not why I listen to him (laughs) (laughs) I I love love that voice yeah this is not what I come to you for but then as I had like weary nights whether I was like drunk or high or you know just going through something I kind of Yeah, it kind of fed me a little bit. And I kind of understood what he was trying to get. First off, just off jump, like even without being high drunk or emotional, Blue Velvet Sea has always been my shit. Not the one on the album. I don't really like the way the one on the album is. But he did another mix that you can find on YouTube somewhere. It's more upbeat version of the song. Oh my God, like the imagery and the sound and the way the song makes me feel is just like fucking amazing. Like you feel like you're literally in the blue velvet sea and you're in the story and seeing these fucking
0: mermaids. Like hey, it's that's, ridiculous. That's his pen, man. That's his pen and his voice. That's You feel like you just hit the blunt, even though you did. Like,
1: I feel like if I had a whole album of blue velvet sea, I would like literally like, just like, came in my pants like it would have been ridiculous oh like (laughs) like I I just I was not
0: ready for that
1: (laughs) like and that's what I expected I expected a whole Blue Velvet sea album you know what I mean but nonetheless that song was amazing my favorite song probably one of my favorite songs that he's ever done and you're still laughing (laughs) I'm clutching I my just love Girl, I just love Blue Velvet
0: Um
1: <laughs> and then um another song I like is Sweet Lover. Aww. I just like the balance of like instrumentals and his voice was like super dynamic in this song. And then Dreaming was really good too. Cause his voice was just like powerful and pure and like just enough. Like it was just it's kinda like I get the whole meditative trance of releasing. Yes. Yeah. And like really delving into yourself in a way that's healing. So I ended up really liking those songs. And
0: I don't hate the album anymore. Actually, I can appreciate the album. I like the album. I feel absolutely the same because honestly, even the day that we sat down to discuss covering Justin Nozuka, I was adamant about, you know, not liking Ulysses at all. I was like, I'm just gonna skip over that. But it's (laughs) very Yeah, but it's very important, like, in his process as an artist and his um progression and growth. So I re listened to it with, you know, new ears, mature ears. And I I completely understand. Like I get that vibe now that like you were saying, that trans thing. It's sometimes you need that to put you just to Hit you in the chest and tell you to calm down. You know what I mean. So the song that set up the most to me, one of my favorites on this album, was "Right by You." Another love song, "Sue Me." I love it. We don't sue me because I'm not gonna. We're not gonna play it. You can't sue me. Um, it's melodic, and I don't know. Uh, to ride right by you. Yes. So at, at first so okay, again. <laughs> we're just up to do the whole chorus. Um <laughs> No, like at first, song, at the first time I heard it, it was, you know, a love song, but then after hearing the story behind the album, I kind of heard it as a song to himself, like declaring I'm gonna do right by you and he's searching you know show me the meaning of true love like that's something that he was looking for within himself he's declaring I'm gonna do right by you like after hearing the process about like how touring was so strenuous and everything for him and he needed that break he's like telling himself I'm gonna do this for me you know what I mean Mm -hmm. that's what I got just I I don't know but I'm just probably bullshitting but it that's what I heard
1: I like the visuals. If you saw, it was like woods and nature and stuff. It was very like natural. Exactly, so. it's that return to balance.
0: Right. It was the- natura. And so this album was, I. Right. It was alright. Had some folk, folksy. It was alright. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will do right by you. All of the all of uh, Trace's covers are gonna be um, linked below. We dropping a mixtape. I'm tape. gonna make an album. <laughs> we
1: a <laughs> I'm gonna come for all your artists. I'm really gonna literally sing the same songs, like the whole song verbatim, of like everybody's fucking album, and I'm gonna come out my own motherfucking mixtape. Watch. They're gonna I'm sue mad this mad out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Same music, everything. <laughs> this my boy. Oh, my gosh. You're it, too. Anyways, so then we have his last album, Run to the Waters. This album, like, when I first
0: when listened to Waters. it. I... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We're doing it again. We're doing it, we do it again. Run it again. to Waters. So
1: when I first heard this album, I was like, Justin, we got to talk. Like, I don't listen to you for this happy shit. Like, this is not why I signed up. This is another new another, pussy. This is not why I come to you. This is not why I came hunty. This is not what I came for. Like, come on. Like, what is going on? Like, I was kind of upset. But then I was like, you know what? I should be happy that he's happy. So I was just yeah, like.
0: It's like, like, it's like Adele. You know, now in her life, she's skinty. She's a skinny legend. She's happy from divorce. You know, she should live her best life. I was like, ooh, what the music gonna sound like. Like, let her live. Right. <laughs> let Justin
1: live. But the funny part is, anytime I've ever criticized Justin, it was really just my expectations blocking me from actually listening to and accepting the music. So it was really like my own ego bringing into it.
0: Because and- I'm
1: trying to tell somebody how... They should be artistic. Like that's stupid. Like, you know. So I had to check myself a couple of times.
0: And but same. That is the exact same things. Like he be putting out masterpieces. You know what I mean. He would be, right. be dropping Mona Lisa's. It was like, who's this bitch? But then you gotta stop and appreciate and look at it and be like, oh, that beautiful as hell. And then
1: when I look back on the last album, um, Sorry. I was just kind of like. This is actually dope. Like it's actually like beautiful. Like, and I really delved into a lot of the songs, and I was like, it's just as amazing. Basically, like he was saying, in, like an interview that he wanted to bring the tempo and rhythm and life back into his music, and he yeah. felt like it was a combination of his first three albums, especially the first
0: two. Um, I don't hear I, I think the more... second album. I don't hear the second album. I hear Holly and I hear Ulysses, but I don't really hear because you. Are... I hear a little bit. Think of Gray and okay. think of, um, uh, think
1: of more. What's the other song? Think of more Gray and How
0: Low. Oh, okay. Those are two songs. My but the Heart album is as yours. Whole, the album as a whole had that big band sound where everything was a little bit more rounded out. So if, like, in the, the last album, I definitely hear what was reminiscent of him self producing. Like, the sounds are more trans like and. You know they're breezy, they're happier, they're more upbeat in tone, but I don't feel like it was as rounded out as the second album because there were. I think it was just evolved. I think that he just shedded
1: his skin, like he shed. Like you can say, okay, it wasn't as rounded, but he
0: shedded his skin. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not knocking it. (laughs) I'm just saying I don't hear the influence of the second album. It was more of his first and his third. So definitely, it was like an evolvement like once again as an artist and a progression he's a phoenix cool. wait they don't do that
1: <laughs> you stupid bitch he's <laughs> a phoenix bitch what sound does a phoenix makes they don't make noise wait are they mythical yes bitch. <laughs> they're the ones that die with the fire and then the flames and they come back anew and shit right
0: right right
1: right right right, right. they could harry potter Got you. Slytherin and shit. <laughs> I didn't say Slytherin. <laughs> Get your life. Anyways, woo. I liked it because I felt like it captured the simple feelings of just being out in nature, freedom of the road. Like when you looked at his visuals for some of his music videos, it was like camping trips with friends and just living life and just running. Even like his oh, artwork.
0: Pause. Did you peep Philip in um that one who's song Phillip? video? Did you peep his brother? What the fuck do you mean, who's Philip? <laughs> sorry, don't kill me. Shit. <laughs> his brother, the actor. Oh, no, I didn't see it. He's the one that looks like him, but with short hair <laughs> in the video. Mm, maybe. Was it not? I don't remember what song it is now, son of a bitch because like even in general like for me it was
1: just like a positive meditative trance across life and circumstance like
0: Mm. and plus Mm. the artwork say that again (laughs) say that again
1: in general the album for me was a positive meditative trance across life and circumstance oh bitch <laughs> and his artwork was on point like the blurred person like running on the beach like that was cool because to me it just developed like it just meant like freedom and peace and just pure love and enjoyment without like specificity of like anything whether it be like a direction or a person or anything it was just like you just releasing everything inside of you and just like like yelling on the beach
0: and like absolutely like it, that being moment, with nature that moment of surrender to nature and your environment yeah that's what's up that's and the the song on that album it's really my most favorite song the only one i'm going to talk about um but i mean i like more but no place in mind
1: yeah that, that was, was good. It.
0: it's breezy he said that it, it described a summer day which i a thousand percent a great, well the summers that i go outside it <laughs> it described that and it's like it feels like wandering through the forest but in a good way right like you just like you were saying basically describing like abandoning all of your problems and it's like you know we're here right now let's
1: It was like walking aimlessly and just experiencing and appreciating life, relaxing. It really calms the anxiety of like where my life is going to go. I felt like it just, it doesn't matter. Like we're here. Yes. That's it. That's all that matters is that we're here. Right Like that's literally all that matters. It doesn't matter where we're going, what's happening. It's just, we're here. Like that's powerful. Like we are here.
0: (laughs) Well, honestly, like- (laughs) It sounds simple but that I mean you fucking exist, bro.
1: We We are here people. We're in, we are we're in this bitch. Here.
0: We're not in that bitch. We're in this bitch. Right now. Like isn't that so like sidebar? Isn't that so fucking amazing? And like I, we're here yes. right fucking now. People we like you have to experience the moment before you lose it. That's what Eminem said something like that, right? come on people
1: we got one shot. Oh, yeah we got one shot life to choose or whatever it's the moment make a rap album drop that mixtape drop that mixtape believe in yeah. yourself shit start that business
0: do what you gotta do shit live your life fuck that girl's husband no don't do that <laughs> just Yo, people
1: gonna start coming for you <laughs> just, <kidding. laughs> just, like, just this bitch rain <laughs> but yeah i love that song i love the couple of songs on the album like i'll go through them quickly though the first song i love is all i need like it was lively that's
0: the one where his energetic. brother's in there sing a little bit
1: yeah calming I've been singing all day. I'm not gonna keep singing. Oh, and the music video was like cute. Like was like so cute and pure. Oh no. It was just about like connection. Oh, a whole bunch of kids running very, around. Yeah, it was like it was really great. And then Laurie, I like that too. He? Like the Laurie. <laughs> it was like his words were so deep and like the chorus was so deep and it was just smooth. That was just amazing. Oh yeah. And then Run to the Waters. Well, Run Two Waters. I liked it. I liked the melody. It was like very upbeat. It was like a calming story time. So that was dope. And then Heavy Stone was good. It was deep as fuck. Like basically like showing his like insecurities and rising above and surrendering and deserving love and letting love like do its thing and standing strong despite all that can go wrong. Even through, like, you, like, self-deprecating yourself or, you know, like, having bad talk to yourself. You're just, like, rising above everything. Like, that song, like, really hit me. And then the last one I loved was Sail Away Mama. Sail Away Ooh, Mama. Oh. What What? What are you doing? That's the song. Sail Away Mama. Oh. Anyways, it was like his, his voice was like so deep. It was so sexy. And it was just good. Like it was just calming and chill. It was just like a song to like let go and like just appreciate like life. Like I don't know. This was a very like appreciate your life type.
0: Ooh, do album. you feel like it's more about gratitude? Uh
1: yeah. It was definitely, because I don't think he ever had gratitude in any of his other albums, but gratitude is expressed through growth. Mm. So I think he grew a lot. And then he's just like giving back. Like this was like a giving back album. You know, I put you through all this shit and all this trauma. Now he's like giving back to
0: us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here's some hugs, guys. (laughs) Sorry about the weirdness.
1: The album was kind of like a Xanax. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was definitely a Xanax album. Yeah, absolutely. It was dope. So now that we're done with his albums, we can talk about his most intense song. Like, I love this song. So the song is called No Heaven. I So there's a couple of versions out there. I like the version where that I can't fucking find anymore, where he's like alone. I'm like pissed off about it. Where he's like alone with a guitar in like a basement and you can barely see his
0: face. Oh my God. Yeah, you know why? Because that's when um am from fucking MySpace. That's why. That's how I know you were oh, a true why. fan. You were real, nigga. You remember from MySpace, nigga? Me too. But yeah. When his, so him and his brother was there. I don't remember which one.
1: So that song is just like so deep. Basically, like him and his brother, they're like making a pact to like commit suicide together mm. and
0: he goes first. Uh, well, no,
1: his brother goes first. No first, and he... no,
0: first he's talking his brother out of it. His brother's gonna kill himself. He's gonna talk his brother out of it, and then they make the pact. It's like, you know what? If you're gonna kill yourself, then so am I.
1: But then when his brother kills himself, he bitches up and he doesn't do it, and instead he's like crying and like Yeah, he's like, Oh you was
0: serious? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you was serious. I thought you was playing. I, I thought, thought this we was, was play, joking, play. joking. Supposed nigga be the trigger play, play. for
1: real, though. I thought shit just got intense. I th- we were I gonna be we all right.
0: Just, we was just venting. I thought we was just talking, like with a gun in our head. right? Like, just to, <laughs> real nigga shit, props, you know.
1: <laughs> but it was just crazy, and then even after when his brother killed himself, he's like you know, what if there's no heaven and he just got scared? Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of, like, you know, like when you think you all G'd up to do things and then you do it and then you, like, hyperventilate like, oh shit, no, 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 we can't do it. like last minute you bitch up type shit. So like, like most that's kind of my my life, what happened. Um, so it's like when keeping it real goes wrong. You think you bout it Mm-mm. and then when shit go down, you not really about no. it. Like, you got no hands.
0: No. Like, but, I mean, it it the End where he was contemplating whether or not there was heaven. I feel like that's that's what stopped him because, like, you know what? Shit is terrible mm-hmm. here. Yes, but what if I kill myself, like, to free myself and I don't go nowhere? Like, that's it. I just stop existing, and
1: I'm not free. What Definitely. if I get trapped?
0: Yeah, because was it his brother that was speaking of a better place? Like, he was speaking of heaven, right? And he said, like, "Oh, the after his brother killed himself, so like, but what if you didn't go anywhere?" And think about it,
1: people. This is in one fucking song.
0: One song. At
1: the end, like just and on, that what song is crazy.
0: Dead niggas in these
1: streets. And he dead ass like counted down to his death. Like oh, he, he counted, counted down before he pulled 10. the trigger.
0: That oh that gets me like, every time. And the best part is when he hits one that get his because before he's just strumming the guitar for the rest of the song. He gets he's like that one oh, and then he starts. Mama the guitar sounds bigger and it sounds like there's three motherfuckers in that room and it's just him and he's like what if you find yourself alone exactly Mm
1: -hmm. it's crazy but that song is just like so deep like it gives me chills every time
0: like because he his pen justin nozuka's pen is untouchable unfuckwittable real shit real shit ass but i love that song like straight up um
1: is Justin Azuka Tribe Vibe approved?
0: Yes, after hearing about his journey completely as an artist, about knowing his pen game is strong as fuck, his vocals strong. are smooth, soulful, smooth. He can hit them hippie bops and he can hit them sad, Bopping. sad boy tunes mm. and still completely. Even his folk songs where he's just like telling like weird ass stories, he still puts you in that world. So just after taking everything into account, he's 100% tribe approved because he sets the vibe. He makes the vibe. He is vibe. And he's dynamic. He is vibe. Yeah, he's
1: vibe. He is vibe. I he is vibe. vibe. But okay. kind of grammar in there. No, he's not a vibe. He's vibe. Okay. Like he's like so dynamic. dynamic like sure. so dynamic. He's a a force of just dynamism. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, what is the the conjugation of dynamic? I feel like we should know noun. that
0: before we start saying shit. <laughs> we should know that before we say it.
1: <laughs> he's
0: dynamite. <laughs> For sure. All right, so and he's listen. like amazing. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us on this journey Bearing with this um a rambling and just basically fangirling over our very first vibe review artist, Mr. Justin Nozuka.
1: And he was the first concert I've ever been to in my life.
0: Oh my god, same. Well, I mean to church concerts, but that doesn't count. Uh no. <laughs> it does not, it does not at all. <laughs> so he's definitely tribe approved to please take a moment out of your life and get to know him get to know his vibe get to know his music
1: remember you are here in this moment like this is what i got out of the conversation you are here absolutely <laughs> so make the best of it
0: feel it experience it and what I got out of it was we're all chasing that balance. Balance. So go on your own journey, man. Yeah. And even if you get into some dark shit, just know you'll probably
1: have another album that's better and brighter. <laughs> so it's okay if you album. get dark and deep.
0: <laughs> Don't <laughs> another worry album, this, Another chapter this in is life, just whatever. Just your mixtape, your sophomore album <laughs> <laughs> is coming
1: out. <laughs> yeah. Because your life is a mixtape. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, you always have another chance at things. So, anyways, at the end of the day, hope you got something out of this.
0: Remember, we are experts of nothing. We are just out here in these streets. We learn from you just as you learn from us because we are a tribe. Until next time. Continue to vibe. Hey.